Thank you, Pastor Katie. If you haven't already, um, make sure you walk by our uh, Resolute uh, prayer board out in the narthex and, and whisper a prayer for all of those uh, requests that are pinned up there. Um, for the next handful of weeks, we're going to be spending some time uh, through our preaching with the, uh, the Psalms. And so today we begin uh, this sermon series on the Psalms with uh, Psalm 29. And as uh, Pastor Katie uh, mentioned, it's about the voice of God in a great storm. Uh, hear now the word of the Lord. Ascribe to the Lord, O heavenly beings. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory of his name. Worship the Lord in holy splendor. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord over mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon skip like a calf. And Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord flashes forth flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord causes the oaks to whirl and strips the forest bare. And in his temple all say, Glory. The Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord sits enthroned as king forever. May the Lord give strength to his people. May the Lord bless his people with peace. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Speak to us now, Lord. We ask that in this preaching moment, the preacher will be nothing more than just a vessel, an instrument of your grace. It's through Christ that we pray. Have you ever heard the voice? In this psalm attributed to David, the voice is experienced in a great storm. Over the waters, the glory of God thunders. In the storm, the, the voice is, is powerful. It's, it's full of majesty. The voice breaks the cedars. The voice uh, flashes forth flames of fire. The voice shakes the wilderness. In this great storm, the voice causes oaks to whirl and strips the forest bare. 
And as a result of the voice doing all these things in this great storm, all in God's holy sanctuary, use their voice to say, glory. It is a beautiful psalm. Have you ever heard the voice? In the storm or, or, or out of the storm? Have you ever heard the voice? If you've never heard the voice, then you perhaps have at least watched it. The NBC uh, hit uh, singing show that's been around for uh, quite some time now, The Voice. You know the show. Uh, contestants come out and they audition and they, they use their voice. They, they, they sing uh, with the coaches or, or the judges, whatever you want to call them, with their, their backs turned uh, to the one who's using their voice to sing. Have, have you watched it? Quick show of hands. Who knows about The Voice? All right, I like participation. Very good, okay. So when the coach or the judge who has their, their back turned to the one who's using their voice to sing, when they hear something that they want to hear, then they have the opportunity then to, to hit a button, right? They hit a button, and then they have this little spinny chair, and the little spinny chair turns around, and then they're able to see who it is who has this voice that they are looking for. Also, when the little button is hit and the, the spinny chair spins around, they also not only see the person who has the voice that they're looking for, but they also say, you know what, I want you to be with me. I want you to be with me. The coach is saying, I want you on my team. Some of the most entertaining moments on the show happen when uh, at least... Uh, two, maybe three, or all four judges hit their button and their little spinny chair turns around because they like the sound of the voice. And then they have to like compete with one another to see who gets that particular voice. But then some of the most heartbreaking moments on the show happen when the voice sings and nobody pushes the button. In those cases that voice gets cut. I wonder how many times we hear the voice, the voice that, that David sings about, I wonder how many times we hear that voice that David sings about and, and we fail to realize that it is what it is and as a result, we fail to push the button, spin the chair and see the glory of the Lord among us. You know, just like those, those coaches or, or those judges are, are looking for a particular sound, uh, a certain sound that, that, that they're uh, looking for, I think most of us are looking for a particular sound too. We have a, a certain expectation 
that the voice uh, that we long to hear should sound a certain way. And when it doesn't, we fail to hear it for what it is, and as a result, we fail to see the glory that accompanies the sound, be we in the storm or out of the storm. It's about expectation. One of my uh, favorite stories in all of Scripture is the one that Emily read earlier. It's about uh, the story of Elijah on Mount Oreb. Uh, God told him to go there. God tells Elijah, go to the mountain, and, and uh, soon you'll hear from me there. And, and so uh, Elijah goes, and it's like a scene straight from Psalm 29. There's a great wind. It's a wind so great that it, it breaks rocks, but the Lord is not in the wind. And then the, the earth quakes, but the Lord is not in the shaking and then there's this fire, it's, it's a massive fire, but the Lord was not in the fire, but following the fire, sheer silence. And it is there, in that silence, that Elijah hears the voice. Not in the, the Psalm 29 chaos and, and, and destruction, but in silence. I'd love to see an episode of The Voice on NBC where the contestant comes out on stage and does not make a sound for their two or three minutes of audition time. Could you imagine the look on the coaches' faces as they sit in their spinny chairs, waiting to hear a noise, but there is no voice, there is no noise, there's only silence. How much silent time do you have week to week? How much time do you have set apart in the silence for the sole purpose of listening for the voice? world is full of noise. We have to be 
intentional in finding the quiet to hear the voice. As I've said before in quoting the great Howard Thurman, silence is a doorway to God. I know it's not easy. Being silent is not easy. Hearing the voice of God is not easy. Both are hard. We are constantly battling intrusive thoughts, storms of worries, storms of uh, mind wandering. And it would be so much easier if there were just one burning bush that we could all go and hear. Come see the burning bush. Listen to the voice of God. This Sunday, 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 Pinehurst United Methodist Church, free admission. Donut holes and coffee will be provided. Come and hear the voice of the Lord through the burning bush. doesn't work that way. It would be so much easier if there were just, just one mountain that we could all go to. And like Elijah, we could just stand there and, and withstand the wind, withstand the quaking and the shaking, withstand the flame, and then hear. But it doesn't work that way. It would be so much easier if, if in the storms or out of the storms of life, the voice of God would just well out and say, this is me, I am here. But our God doesn't work that way. Our God works in mysterious ways. In silence is mysterious. The voice of the Lord is mysterious. So sit quietly and embrace the mystery. And if at any point in time you start to feel as if the voice is near, then turn around in your chair and behold, the glory of the Lord is before you. Let us pray. God, speak to us in whatever way you see fit, in whatever way 
that we will be able to hear. And when we do hear it, may we respond with glory. It's in the name of Jesus that we pray. And all God's people say,